You are listening to the English Heroes series. Thank you for listening to the English Like an Eagle podcast, helping your English skills fly high. From hollytreeenglish.com. Hello and welcome to another episode of the English Heroes series, part of the English Like an Eagle podcast. This episode is part two of my interview with Grzegorz, or Greg, from Poland. I strongly encourage you to listen to the previous episode if you have not done this already. He had some wonderful things to share in that episode. One of the things that makes Grzegorz an English hero is that he is very clear about his English goals especially his biggest goal of being able to communicate. Being clear about your goals is very important to English success. I hope you enjoy this episode. So this brings me to a question that is a little bit similar to a previous question, but maybe slightly different. Not about people judging you, but you judging yourself. So did you in the past or do you now compare your English to other people's English? Mm. I actually, no, no, I never compare. Uh, actually, I compare, for example, pronunciation, uh, my pronunciation with the pronunciation uh, which were teached by uh, the uh, teachers in, in Poland, because sometimes the pronunciation is not correct. I don't know why is that in Poland, in Slovakia, for example, uh, in some, uh, for example, words like teaching, um, Polish teachers or Slovak teachers very often uh, uh, try to uh, teach his students teaching, doing. Uh, that sounds quite crazy. And uh, I... Uh, a few times quarreled with some, some people. You quarreled with it. your teachers? No, not with my teachers, with the other teachers, especially oh. at the university, because I said that it's not correctly, this is wrong, and I asked why you do that. It's, uh, um, and then they told me that uh, for the students it's uh, uh, much uh, more easier uh, to uh, learn uh, English. 
I, I wasn't convinced because uh, that <laughs> sentence, I wasn't really. <laughs> yeah, there are different um, schools of thought. So for our listeners, a school of thought means a way of thinking or a an opinion about the way something works. And there are a lot of opinions about the best way to teach students a language. Um, I personally try to give people choices um, based on the fact that they will hear different ways of pronouncing a word. For example, gonna, which is going yes. to. Yes. We might say gonna, 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 or gonna, like I do, usually. And whichever one the student chooses to practice and develop, they're going to be correct somewhere in the U.S. So, for example, again, a word like long. In many English dialects, we say long, but there are also many speakers who would say long. And this is just their accent, the accent they grew up using. So there is a little bit of flexibility. And for me, I feel that it is my job, if I can, to give you the choices, and then you choose the accent that you want to develop. Yes, for me, actually, Holly, the uh, most favorite accent is uh, in the core of English in, in the UK. I like it, the British ah. accent. <laughs> That's right. Uh, so that's why when I saw some uh, movies in the internet, for example, from uh, Crown Academy of English, and uh, they ex express very, very quite interesting uh, uh, classes. And uh, they always say without something like gonna, wanna, this is very similar. And for the people, it's necessary to understand this that's right but correctly of course is going to uh, want to that's right so uh, for example uh, in daily routine we can use it but in the some official meeting we shouldn't i, I <laughs> in yeah, official that's true yes that's true but uh, if you want to understand everything and if you want to talk with the other people uh, we should uh, know each uh, that uh, kind of slang or uh, that's right or, or, or uh, uh, different uh, kind of of uh, language uh, language because 
I remember you said something like this, that people from New York say completely different than people from uh, many the other parts of, of the US. So uh, language, this is uh, something special. Yes. Mm -hmm. But for the people like me from the completely the other country, uh, and uh, when we uh, talk with many the other people from uh, many the other countries around the world, world some words, for example, long uh, will be, for example, from you, but some the other words will be from UK. Uh, and completely the other words will be from Australia even. So, you know, <laughs> everything connected became something crazy. <laughs> British, yeah. American, even Canadian, Australian accent, that's right. Mm -hmm. So, so we, we connected everything because we wanted to be understand uh, we 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 need uh, we very need uh, to be understandable for for the other and and that's why that's why our language is is quite uh, sometimes even quite crazy. <laughs> mm -hmm. Well, it's it's interesting because we have so many materials available that we tend to mix them. So even in my classes, um, I might find a really good video explaining present perfect tense from um, a British channel, but maybe I find an excellent video about past continuous or gerunds from a Canadian channel. And this maybe does not give students a uh, consistent way of copying pronunciation, but it gives them the ability to hear different accents or, you know, maybe it gives them uh, different ideas for how to understand things. So, um, I, I think this is going to be the new normal, or it is the new normal for English or language learning that we have so much access to materials that we just um, mix and match them. And the only time that I really recommend staying with one or maybe two YouTube channels or one or two types of resources is if you are very, um, strongly motivated to develop a certain accent. For example, um, if you really want to develop the ability to speak with a British 
accent, then you should learn your pronunciation from Crown Academy of English or somewhere like that. And you should not really use an American pronunciation channel very much. Um, not because it's bad, but because your brain will get mixed messages for how to pronounce if you do that. <laughs> uh, Holly, uh, I see your point, but uh, I have to mention that uh, you know, we can only see the Crown Academy, for example, of English, but the conversation with you, it's much more natural because we can talk with you. Uh, we can uh, hear your answer, uh, your question. We can repeat uh, to you. So this situation is completely different in that pages we can only uh, see be a part of of this program and it's enough but mm -hmm. this is not a natural language natural uh, took place uh, actually take place uh, for example right now between us so uh, i i cannot agree with all uh, what you uh, said uh, I would like to say that the conversation with you is much more useful even with the uh, even uh, with um, it's, it's better than for example the best uh, for example uh, uh, classes of English in England or, or or US or in the other countries because we can talk personality mm -hmm. that makes sense I guess I was referring more to when you want to gain knowledge about how to pronounce or produce say a British accent or another kind of accent of your choice but when it comes to actually developing um i would say it still affects your choice of teachers or your choice of conversation partners but it's only if you have a super strong goal of developing a certain accent or way of speaking then you want to have good models of that way. Um, I am not a good model of British English because I'm American and that's okay if the student doesn't really care which accent or which way of speaking he or she develops. Um, it, it really depends on your goal, I guess is, is what I would say. So if you have a super strong goal uh, developing a British accent and a British way of speaking, you should spend the majority of your time uh, talking with British people. 
uh, holy the truth is is that uh, that for the people from the other countries should be the most important to uh, gain enough skills to communicate in english uh, i said that my favorite accent is the the british that's right it, and, and mm -hmm. this is the truth i wanted to be to be honest mm -hmm. but uh, but it's necessary to know the american accent uh, canadian uh, australian and from new zealand that's right so we cannot close uh, only for for the accent from for, from the uk uh, it's necessary uh, to to talk with the other with the other people from the other countries because for example you can't understand everything uh, when you talk with the people from the uk that's right but yes. uh, but when people uh, talked only in uh, american accent uh, sometimes uh, have a problem with the uh, understanding of some words because the pronunciation especially of the endings is, is completely different than uh, in american english so so if uh, we want to use uh, english around the world it's it's necessary for for the people from for example from the country is like like poland uh, to talk and and with uh, with the people uh, from from many uh, from 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 the other uh, countries yeah yeah what i'm referring to is the next level because there are people who have a very strong feeling that they want to develop a certain way. That's what I'm referring to in terms of, but I would never say, don't talk to Canadians or don't talk. I'm saying that your primary model, your primary um, example should be the one that you want to uh, develop. But if you, if your main goal is just to understand and have people understand you, then talk to everybody, listen to everybody. It's a fabulous thing. And um, you will hear no argument from me about that kind of thing. I, I, I'm trying to speak to both the listeners who have a goal like you. They have their main goal is communication. But also yes. I have listeners who have the amazing goal of they really want to develop a certain accent and a certain way of speaking. Yes. And yes, that's so right. that's right. their uh, pathway will be a little bit different, different. I think is. Yes, 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 yes. yes I, I completely agree with you. You 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 convince me to something. <laughs> <laughs> yes because really uh, it's it's people should know what um, they expect 
each of us should know what we uh, expect of, of the language. Some people, mm -hmm. like you said, expect, for example, to be a good in the uh, Canadian accent or, or to be good in the American accent, that's right, or in the UK. And it's mm -hmm. okay if they wanted to if they want to focus only on this one accent and and uh, uh, speak perfectly in, in this accent, it's okay. They should go that path, like you said. But if some people want to talk with people around the world, irrespective of the accent, of course, like Mia, for me, it's one favorite, <laughs> but but the most important is for me is, is the communication with, with the others. So I, I have uh, some different aims, mm -hmm. some some different aims. My my aim it's it's to uh, to uh, could uh, communicate with with uh, the people around the world. And that this is, uh, for me, the great uh, goal. Right, right. And that was um, the main thing I was getting at. And so uh, the reason that I have chosen for us to take time to explore this is because I wanted to make sure I was being very clear about um, which goal or aim I was referring to. And no matter which pathway you follow, they start out the same because you the, the first goal for everyone is to be understood. And then yes. some people choose to take it farther and really develop a certain way of speaking. They have this other aim. And so the beautiful thing about learning a language is that it is both a science and an art. And there are so many ways to do it. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, it's many ways. Like you said, uh, we should choose some way mm -hmm. and uh, then we should very strong keep this our pipe path and mm -hmm. and go go with with this path uh, that long uh, when we uh, gain uh, our goal mm -hmm. so <laughs> This is, so, uh, yes, please. I apologize. I hope you have enjoyed part two of my interview with Grzegorz. I know it was a little bit different from my previous interviews, but I hope you have learned some valuable things and that you are clear about your English goals. And that is the episode question. What is your big English goal? For example, do you want to communicate?
Do you want to speak like a native speaker? Do you want to be able to write big papers? What is your big English learning goal? Please go to the web page for this episode in order to leave a comment and let me know. Also, on that page, you will find a link to support this podcast with a small donation if you can, and other important links if I find them and think they will help you. And now I just want to thank Grzegorz one more time for being on the podcast. I want to thank Neil, my friend and colleague, for his lovely flute music. And as always, I want to thank you for listening. You have been listening to the English Like an Eagle podcast, helping your English skills fly high from hollytreeenglish.com. This is Holly, or Teacher Holly, saying goodbye until next time.